Welcome to District 22's latest D&D podcast, The Demi-Lich Diaries, where each chapter brings a new adventure and a new dungeon master. Here's what happened last time on Demi-Lich Diaries. How are you going to get in the cannon hole? I, well, she can give me a cross and then go up. Oh, okay. All right. I love you, Zelta. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that is a lot. I'm going to pause you guys. We're going to go to uh, Frolic. Frolic. What have you done? It's, it's not me. It's my master. I have to. You tell me everything. He's taken them. This is Redvara. He took them to the mountain. For the most part, it's really just like a, a riot is going on yeah. on the ship. Your aim is very true, and the shot, uh, the griffin does not suffer whatsoever. Sick. And it's not Clark's voice. You hear this like very ominous. It is not magic. It is controlling of the hearts. As you approach the captain, yeah, the captain is dead. And you see Halish is just crying over Crash. Is he dead or is he dying? Crash is dead. Fuck. I'll put a like a sign in front of the path that they need to go, like an arrow made out of sticks or something. You're gonna notice that there is almost like a a landing, a deck, I guess, if you will, um, protruding out of the canyon a little bit, and in it is a cave, an entryway. <laughs> oh, three so you're saying back. he has Mr. Kip's Adel and Stefan? That's yes. what I'm saying. But let's not forget the overarching thing here. You make your way into this cave and it's well lit uh, but it, it spirals down almost as if uh, it's working its way down to where the water level is welcome I've waited a long time for Clark to send someone he's a fish genie a feeny feeny, feeny. rule initiative yeah. everybody fight so as uh, you come through with Shredder and because his back's against you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you almost slice perfectly down the center. Uh-huh. And as you slice down the center, you see it start to open up. And in the middle is just this aura of of green and purple. And it shrivels really small and then falls to the ground. And all you see, it's just water and foam. And he's dead. You see Thomas look at you guys. Oh, dudes, I'm so... And you're gone. You're back in the woods. And with that recap being finished, here we are. We, we've arrived at the final chapter of season one. And we are so pumped to bring you this new setup and to be able to start providing this to you in both an audio format and a video format. So without further ado, I'm freaking excited. I, oh. I can't wait to get started. <laughs> really, really excited, yeah. Let's get it. Out of my mind. <laughs> Out of my mind. Out of so mind. Uh, I'm going to be DMing <laughs> this, last, uh, this last chapter of the season, but as per usual, we're back in the void. So I'm going to turn the time over to our boy Seth. All right. Just seconds ago, you all were in a pretty intense combat, and... It's like night and day. You find yourself in the chill cold of the void. And as you look around, it is vast. It is something very familiar to all of you. We see all five of you back. Nice. In your full forms. 
Rab, are you okay? I'm not sure what happened. Frolic runs over to Rab and just tries to give him the biggest hug. Uh, I haven't seen you for so long. Uh, I'm so sorry you had to endure that. Him. I can't Let breathe. Him down. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. I missed him very much. <sighs> I know. <sighs> He's my friend. All right. Well, <clears throat> you're all my friends. I, I, Getting further. Thank you. I uh, love you all. Okay. Well, I mean, all right. That's. I like you. What the I hell? like. <laughs> <laughs> I like you more now than I did the first. Yeah. Thing seriously. Did. So hated you when we first got here. <laughs> I didn't know either of you either. So that works. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly, how you guys, are you feeling now that you're oh, back? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling fine. Uh, Good. Looks like you guys had a little bit of fun. Got some. Uh, Yes, we extra yeah, you accessories on your person. Yeah, you like mm. it. Yeah, you like the way it looks. It reminds me of a lot of the uh, piercings that people get at port. Yeah, yeah. Uh, life on a ship. I like. I think I'll pass. That's hell. You pick that. Oh yes, it's my favorite. Yeah. I made some good friends. You know, it could be okay. Yeah, you did. Make oh wait, good I do ship yes. stuff all the time. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends on Red the crew. crew. <laughs> you know, if you Red have a, if you have a hearty crew. Amen. It makes it it makes it that much better. I know all about it. <laughs> I am a seaman. I, I also <laughs> sail. I stood. I uh, I steered the boat. Yes, <laughs> I played music. Yeah, you do that. And then, as you guys are discussing further on and mingling, you hear this ominous voice from the darkness go. What the. F- why do you all look like clowns? Why did you turn me into a bloody anchor? It was necessary. You were the door. And as per usual, I think it is time that all of you get back to your usual selves. And as he says that, you guys feel every tattoo, every piercing you have, every little needle prick from the tattoo, Don't every little you dare. relived pain from that uh, ripped from you. Bastard! And Frolic septum piercing just... <laughs> I'm glad that Lenny had one before that, because I'd be real sad. <laughs> That's what's mine! Nobody take it! <laughs> Can't do nothing about it. And uh, he looks at all of you and goes, That's better. Now... Let's put you back to your spruced up selves as well. And uh, you all regain all your hit points, all of your spell slots by the flick of a uh, a, a glimmering uh, <laughs> mist that hits you across the body. You said get you back spruced up, and I thought you were going to turn into a tree. <laughs> Let's get you spruced up. I, I thought you were going to turn into a tree. A spruce tree. And here we go. <laughs> that was it. I was like, that is the kitschiest line I've ever heard. <laughs> well, how, how was it? It was bloody terrifying. Yeah, what, this freaking guy that we had to mess with, his name was Derringe, and he said he knew you. What's yeah. what's that about? He looks at all of you, just no no emotion, no reaction, no... It'd be crazy if he showed emotion. He is a skull. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and uh, he goes, I don't know that name at all, actually. Uh, you... You said he knew me. That's... That's... That's fine. Um, there is not a name of Derringe whatsoever in my repertoire across the multiverse. So... Hey, Lenny. Yeah. Don't you think it's a little weird that this 
cleric guy claims to be such a big, powerful thing. You know, inflection. And he just, doesn't, you know, doesn't. doesn't know a guy. So, you, like, you can see, as you're saying this to Lenny, like, he, you can tell that he wants to play along with you, but, like, at the he's back scared. of his mind, he's like, I'm next, man. <laughs> so he's just like, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, maybe you just forgot, oh, Darren Jizz, yeah, right? you're getting old. You got a lot of names to remember, so, like, maybe that's the whole reason why. A lot of important people. Yeah, this dude was, like, a magic, like, a genie-type guy. Yes. Well, like Torture to put it, I only pay attention to important people. So. Yeah, he goes to a different school. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know him. Um, and as you guys are having this conversation, you see his, his um, projection of a skull growing big towards all of you. Um, intrigued by the conversation. If I hit you with this, will it do anything to you? Would you like to try? I would maybe wait. Um, Rab's just going to lower it back down. All right. Well... Where were we? And he, he turns to Lenny and he, he sees Lenny a little uh, nervous. And he just observes and watches, understanding Lenny's knowing what's coming for him. And Lenny just kind of looks down at Zelda and it's just like, all right, it's going to be okay, all right? These guys, I mean, they said it didn't, didn't seem like it hurt too much. We've been, we've been through worse, right? We'll be okay. We're going to go through this together. It'll be all right, okay? Lenny, I can't help but notice you. You think that this is going to go one way, but uh, you need to understand that all of you have definitely outdone yourselves. Most don't make it past the first experience. And you cast three. No, for this, I think we're going to take things to a whole new level. For this next chapter, I think we're going to need two doors. And he looks right at Lenny. Oh, my two. <laughs> Come on, you. I think you know what I mean. And Zelda sort of starts shifting a little bit. He's like, no, it's okay, it's okay. And he's going to hop off Zelda, and he's going to, not that she has a freaking leash or anything, but he's going to kind of like look to you, Tortuga, to just kind of like stand by her for a moment. And he's going to walk towards this image of Clark. Hey, look, you... What's up, little buddy? Okay, shut Okay. I don't need that. All right. If it we're going to have to be two doors, I don't want her to have to watch me turn into whatever the hell you're going to turn me into like these guys did. Okay. So can, can you just make sure she doesn't have to watch that? And you hear him kind of chuckle to himself and he goes... <laughs> <laughs> I don't take deals. Aye, come on. Give him that. You owe him that much. And he looks over at Rab and he goes, But 
That bond you share with that creature, it's... It's very intriguing. And... It might be necessary for... Some strain. So... I will strike this deal with you, buddy. She won't need to watch you. <laughs> Alright, he looks back at, at Zelda and the guys and just... Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Lenny. She won't need to watch you, but... You're going to need to watch her. And as Clark says that, Lenny gets a confused look and turns and looks back at Zelda. And Zelda, who's standing next to you, Tortuga, is surrounded in this faint mint and purple mist that starts lifting her up slightly. And as she gets lifted up, her legs start skittering and going out, and it goes higher above you, about ten feet. And Lenny, Clark, what are you... What are you doing? Okay, what... What are you doing? And then it goes, and you see that her legs start hitting at her chest and her pincers start tweaking and her head's shifting and jittering and Lenny's, hey, stop. What are you doing, all right? Just cut it out, all right? Stop playing around with her. Just just freaking change her already. And he just keeps hitting and she keeps hitting and squeaks start coming out and, and slight shrieks from her. And then one of her her legs just stabs into her chest and with that Lenny lets out this shriek what are you doing and he pulls an arrow and he turns knocks it and shoots it towards Clark and it flies towards the skull and stops right in front of Clark's skull and it spins for a moment and it fans out into a hundred separate arrows and then goes back to a single arrow Lenny, I'm hurt. I, I don't take deals, Lenny. I, I make them. And the one time I took a deal, you became dishonest with me. Now, not only am I going to make you watch her, I'm going to make it so that she can't watch you. And with that... Lenny turns, and he's surrounded in this minty mist as well. And his arm reaches up and grabs an arrow and knocks it and aims it. And he's trying to talk. You can tell that his jaw is just shaking and his eyes just terror as he aims this towards Zelda. And he lets it loose, and it flies forward and hits one of her eyes. And his arm goes back and grabs another one and turns and hits one of his eyes. So as yeah, you can go, I like throw my shield or something? Or? As you try to throw your shield up, as you try to move forward, the mist that is on, on Lenny separates partly and comes and hits you with the wall, and you are both frozen as well in your moment. As that's happening, Lenny is unleashing arrow after arrow, hitting all eight of Zelda's eyes, and Clark, with this laugh, just turns <laughs> to Lenny. Lenny, I've made my end of the deal. And I allowed it so that she couldn't watch you. But now, with things as they have with things being as they are, I'm going to spice it up a little. I'm going to make sure you 
turn her into the door. And with that, you see Lenny's just eyes are just welling up at this point, and tears just coming down over the top of this mist, and as they fall, they sort of add to the mist and go off his face. And he grabs an arrow, and as he knocks it, you see his mouth moving just enough to whisper incantations that he shoots the arrow, and as it's moving, it transforms into this lightning bolt. And as the lightning bolt strikes Zelda, she just implodes. And as she explodes open, her entrails spray out across the void and form this pink and purple spider web that is just glistening in the void. And at the base lies Zelda, as most spiders do, with their legs sort of curled and on top of Zelda in that arch of the spider's web, a faint portal appears. And as this happens, Clark's skull floats down to Lenny and shrinks down to his size, and you hear it whispering slightly into his ear, but you can't tell what it's saying exactly. And then in an instant, the mist leaves Lenny, and he is just defeated. He is just defeated, and he looks at you with this face of just emptiness, and then is pulled forward and flies through the portal. And as that happens, Clark goes back up to his normal size, and he turns, and he looks at you, and that mist that's on you fades away. When you first brought us here and Tortuga said that he was going to kill you, I laughed at that. But I'm going to do my damnedest to help him do it. I love this so much. You all have so much compassion within you. Your hearts beat so heavily, and I envy that. I really hope what you say is true as well. I'm going to walk towards the portal. And before I go through, I'm going to turn around and look at Clark and say, When I get done with you, not even the Ninth Circle of Hell will want you. Oh, trust me. I knew that a lot. And before he finishes, I'm going to step through the portal. Before you're able to step through the portal, your foot, the mist sort of surrounds your foot, and you stop just as you're about to step up onto what's left of Zelda. And as that happens, you hear Clark in the background. We have to change things up a little bit. We can't have you looking like yourselves, after all. And as he says that, for kind of, <clears throat> not the first time in the void, but you don't feel wind in the void often. And then you do feel this wind, this breeze go across you. And as it does, you look down, and as your clothes ripple, you see the color of them change. And you see on your chest, or on your war banner, or on your, your kilt that you have, anywhere that a... a, a symbol might appear it's changed and the symbol that's there is a small circle that barely 
encompasses the inside of an A. So the A goes up, and then the circle is inside of that A. And uh, just sort of in some, like, decorative lettering, very much so, uh, like you'd see on a, a fine piece of parchment. And frolic, it, you know, you've only got your bear pelt on, and as that happens, as it flows across, you have this sash that appears on you as well that, that holds this emblem. Uh, and with that, Clark smiles. All right, you'd better hurry. Best be on your way. And with that, you feel the mist no longer stopping you, but almost pulling you. And you step onto Zelda, and you feel sort of some crunch, some smushing, and you enter the portal. And as you enter the portal, Frolic and Rab, you're pulled rather quickly to it, and you pass through this portal at the bottom of this massive spider web. And on the other side, you see a large, desolate landscape. You're on the side of a mountain that's covered in snow. And it's sort of that, you know, right after a blizzard has ended, how it almost seems like the, the snow is still like being lifted up into the air from the bottom and the flurries are moving from every which way, but the, the, the storm has ended. That's happening. And the three of you are standing there together. Your nipples are probably getting pointy because it's cold out. <laughs> Antennas. And <laughs> as as it's it's all cold, and you know this uh, just realization of everything that has happened just kind of hits you. You see Lenny, and Lenny is standing there, and there's just snow that's covering his purple and black scaled body. And he's standing with an arrow knocked in his bow, just staring off. Because you're, you're not on a cliff, but you're on a pretty steep hill. And he's just staring off at this valley that stretches out in front of you. And he turns and looks at you, and he says, You need to go talk to him. And as he motions his head, you look over and up further on the hill. You see kind of a, a trail of this bluish-greenish liquid that's spattered across the snow, leading up, 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 until you see right next to this, this kind of large outcropping of rocks, you see kind of steam coming up, and a blue carcass, a large blue carcass of some type sitting there. And that's where Lenny motioned for you to go. Are you coming with us? And as you say that, he just stares back out. And as you look at him, you see the faintest uh, mist surrounding his body. Very much so, kind of like like how heat comes up off the pavement during the summer, mm. just that you can see it sometimes and sometimes you can't. You catch that around him, and he's just staring out. So if I go and try to put my hand on him, what what happens? It's just as if... It's like when you try to push two magnets together 
and there are mm. opposite poles where it just you you can't quite reach it. And it's as if Lenny just he's told you what he's required to tell you and he's back to being completely zoned out. It'll uh it'll be all right, lad. And I'm gonna turn and start walking towards the Okay. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll kneel down to Lenny and be like I I didn't know you that well, but no one should endure the cruelness that was given to you. And as he says that, he strums his his guitar, and he's like tuning it a little. He's like, I don't have a song for this. I'm sorry, Lenny. And he gets up, and, and he's embarrassed, and he walks towards the guy. Dude. I love that. I think uh, I think we're I think we're dishing out some inspiration dice for that bad boy. That is beautifully yes. this guy. beautifully yes. in character. Look at this guy. Look at this bear cat. Oh, bear cat. <laughs> so as you start walking up the snowy uh, the snowy hill, following as you get close, it's it's easy to tell that this is the blood of this beast. Uh, and as you look around at the snow, uh, you can tell. Like, it doesn't take a ranger to know that quite a a fight has taken place here. And as you come up and you sort of crest this ridge to this this outcropping of of boulders, you see a large blue, what what you would think is like a centipede, a large centipede. Uh, Well, let's let's have you roll a, roll a, Nature check, just to see if any of you are. Why didn't I use my dice tower? Aware of what (laughs) this beast is. You know, I I'm stumped myself. Fifteen. Did you say nature? Yes, sir. Thirteen. Thirteen. Sixteen. Okay. So I'm gonna say based off of just the climates that you're all coming from and where you're familiar with. Frolic is the only one that kind of recognizes what this beast is, and it's a it's a remoraz. Oh, so large blue looking. I mean, centipede's the best way I could put it, but it's got like the fanned out um, sort of. Are these the ones that do lightning damage? Um, no, that's the. Um, Sorry. That's, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's anyway, the other guy. Anyway. Um, that's a cloud. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so <Okay>. you <laughs> see this, and oh. you see this beast, and it's just splayed out and kneeling in front of it with his back towards you uh, you see a cloak covering the shoulders of a very a large n- n- man you'd assume Ooh. with uh, like salt and pepper hair that kind of goes down to his shoulders and it is just messy and mangled and in his right hand is a great sword and around the great sword the snow is kind of like melted with where it's resting and he's just slumped frolic walks up and says a mighty fine kill holds a lot of respect if you can prove it to your clan and he turns and looks over his shoulder at you and he says do you work for him for whom the man in my head Yes. Well, we don't know that. He could be 
you hear another think things. about it we do and as you say that he looks at you and he kind of just sizes you each up I don't want you to roll perception checks for me real quick dice tower this time huh. I mean that'll get them good roll perception for me perception 14 25 Okay, 25, 14, and 8. <laughs> Your eyes are just zooming. So It's dark again. Rab, with you being uh, closer to the ground, uh, you... <laughs> that's a nice way of me calling me you short. To be like, yeah. oh, okay. Uh, so it's a height thing. You, you're looking this man kind of up and down, and you notice on, uh, like, as he turns around, because as you say that to him, Tortuga, he takes his sword stands up from one knee, sheets it, and as he turns around, you notice uh, kind of sticking out just barely over the top of his breastplate that he's got on. Uh, this, this, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not emblem. Sigil? Like, it's a it's a necklace. It's a very nice... Talisman. Talisman. We'll say talisman. Ooh. Amulet. Amulet. That is the word that Omelet. was in my brain. Hamlet. Hamlet. Uh, and Small whom? <laughs> as, as he stands up, he kind of grabs that, tucks it into his, uh, beneath his breastplate, and he goes, All right. Where are we going? Sorry, did I by chance see what markings or anything? No, it just, it just okay. was an ornate kind of talisman. Gotcha. That, or amulet that looked nicer than everything that he's got on. It's not that he's wearing bad stuff, but it's just like everything else is muddied up and bloody and everything and, and that didn't appear to be. And he sticks it in there. Gotcha. And he just goes Right. Where are we going? We thought you might know. And you see for a moment he closes his eyes, twists his head to the side slightly almost like just wincing in pain a little bit, like when you get a bad headache. And he turns and looks down the hill and he says, Is he with you? Aye. He is? Not for long as it seems, though. Then he'll know what to do. And he starts walking towards him. Not taking a second thought to wait for you guys or anything just starts walking towards him I follow Okay. Mm-hmm. as he approaches he looks at him uh, this man looks at Lenny and he goes alright we're ready as he says that Lenny reaches up or no he already had it as he says that, he aims his bow into the sky and stretches and pulls as far as the tensity of the bow will let him. And he shoots it up. And as he shoots it up, the arrow leaves behind it this trail of mint and green as it spirals up into the sky. And as it spirals up, you look at this, this trail that's followed, and it appears as if almost like a curtain is flapping in the wind and you see 
pictures of something else on the other side, not this this winter landscape that you are surrounded by. And as it goes up, 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 higher into the sky, it then reaches its apex, and lightning, as it touches the clouds in the sky, lightning that is purple and mint green spreads out through the clouds and crashes down, and as it crashes down, the fabric of this realm falls to the ground as if it were a curtain. And as it falls to the ground, you're looking at Lenny, and he crumbles with it and is gone. And what you are greeted with, you find yourselves in an alleyway. And in this alleyway, tall stone buildings on both sides, uh, probably about 15 feet across, uh, and you're at the end of the alley. Uh, there's, you know, the building right behind you. And as you look down the other way, it looks like there is kind of like a large banner draped across the exit of the alley. Um, not, you know, the whole height of the building, but almost like, you know, we're trying to cover up this alley to, you know, just keep people from going back there sort of thing. This guy came with us, right? This guy came okay. with you. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the alleyway, kind of peeking through this this curtain that's been placed up, uh, are three kids about probably like seven, seven, eight years old. Um, what are they human? Or are they, yeah, yep, human. Okay. I don't know why it matters, but <laughs> it matters. Oh, does it? Are we gonna have a problem? No, <laughs> nope. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you, uh, yeah, or that's 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 what you that's what you see. Uh, forgive me, and he he reaches and touches the man on the shoulder briefly and says, "Okay, I feel like salutations are in order. We don't know your name, traveler." Uh, he's kind of looking around, and as you put the, sh- the hand on his shoulder, he turns and he goes, "Right, I'm, I'm sorry. I, uh, it's been a while since I've uh, talked with other people. Uh, the names." Sebastian. Sebastian Canundi. What a beautiful name. I'm Frolic. Frolic. Rab. Rab. Tortuga. Tortuga. It's nice to meet you. The pleasure is ours. Can I look over where the kids are? Yeah. Are they still looking at us? They're, so they haven't looked at you at all. They've, they're looking through. So Sorry. I may have made it sound like they're looking through the curtain at you. Oh, they're, uh, looking, they're on the backside looking out oh, the curtain okay. to what's outside okay. the alleyway. Never yep. mind. Yep. Sorry. In the most, uh, like, f- I don't want this to come across in a weird way to these kids, but, like, yeah. in, like, the most dad-esque way, in a kind of playful way, I'm just get uh, Rob's just going to, hi, what are you looking at? And as you do that, one of the kids kind of turns and he's like, oh, shit, there's guys back here. Uh, it's, all, it's all right. And he goes and the other one goes and it's like, you're not supposed to say those words. He's just like, you're such a dumb baby. Okay. There's guys back there. All and right, then the, I, the bigger one's just like, I don't think we're supposed to talk to him. No, no, no. I, I, granted, if your parents have told you don't talk to strangers. My name is Rob. And the little kid that said goes, we don't have parents. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I did not know that. Listen, maybe you should run along. Maybe you should shut up. <laughs> and then the, the the oldest kid is the one that's kind of had his head looking out, and he turns. And he goes, "What are you guys? 
I thought you guys were supposed to be the lookout. Wouldn't they come in here? And it's just all like, right. We don't mean any harm. And as that said, the curtains open up. And as they open up, you see stepping through a uh, what you would assume is uh, kind of the the equivalent of uh, like a, a priest, uh, someone that would run an orphanage, steps through, and he just goes, you guys, you, you're not supposed to be back here, okay? And he looks at where the kids are looking and he goes, what are you, what are you four doing back here? You're not supposed to be back here, especially with these kids. What are your intentions? Uh, and he pushes the kids behind me. him and starts kind of walking towards you. We're looking for a treasure. Uh, excuse us, uh, holy man, if I may. Uh, I also am uh, dedicated to a deity uh, domain, if you will. Uh, we we found ourselves in this in this alley, thinking that there was an exit. Uh, we find ourselves uh, a little bit lost. You, all right, listen, you're not supposed to be back here, okay? Everything's going on, and he, as he gets closer, you see him look down at the symbol on your robes. And as soon as he sees that symbol, surprise goes across his face. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I had no idea. We haven't we haven't had members of the arcane order here for years. I'm so sorry. Please, please, this way, this way. We haven't ever had you guys. Come on, what please, please, he, please. Is he talking? And he goes to forward, us? and as he's doing this, Sebastian just starts walking forward. And as you're all kind of taking this in, Sebastian looks back and he goes, "We're meant to play a part. See that you play the part." And he walks and follows. And as you get closer, these kids look up and they're like, "Members of the order? No, there haven't been any of that. Oh, I've heard the older kids talk about it, but I mean." So you guys just follow him. Uh, yeah, as yeah. we walk by the kids, the one that was like the most like scared uh-huh. when he first turned around and saw me, I'm just gonna give him like a playful little like wink, like hey. nice. And he's just like, "Do you see that? Though? Oh my gosh!" And they kind of stand back against the wall. And, uh, yeah. I'll nail down to one of them, and I'll just be like, listen, it's very, very important that nobody knows we're here. So make sure you don't tell anybody that we're here. And you said that to the one that was calling you guys and stuff, right? So as you say that, he kind of looks and he goes, (laughs) oh, man, you, that's going to be pretty hard. And as he I says that, the, the curtains pull back, and Brother Lockheed, who is this man, <laughs> opens up, and you see an assortment of individuals at what appears to be a festival. Just the street is flooded, and now you realize, oh, yeah, there's we've been hearing these noises. They've been dead, and we're in this is space. Is that what that like, running around and screaming was that I was hearing? Yeah, that's what the running oh, and okay. screaming was. <laughs> That's what it was. It wasn't people outside the studio. It was the festivities. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I just the kids. Make sure. hang, the on, kids. hang on, hang on. You got to do the... <laughs> the festivities. Festivities. That totally works. Uh-huh. Wonderful. What a beautiful coincidence. <laughs> Good sound effects. So, 
As, to be clear, <laughs> I was trying to get him and go and tell a bunch of people that we're here. I was trying to do the reverse psychology on the kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be pretty There's up. a giant turtle back here. <laughs> that was a turtle, yeah. man. And specifically, I've never seen one before. Literally, specifically, they are like wide-eyed at you. And as the curtains open up and you see these festivities, Brother Lockheed goes walking out and he just goes, Everyone! Everyone! They're here! And people are just like, what? What? And turning around. And then people immediately start scanning you. They see. Oh my goodness. And he goes, come, come, please. And he's pulling you, summoning you guys forward. And he turns, they're here! The arcane order has returned! They're here! <laughs> and as that happens, everyone turns and... Yeah! <laughs> yes! And they just go and they walk out and they're looking and Frolic's just loving this. Oh! An and audience! You see this town where as you turn, there's sort of like a cul-de-sac ending off to your right and to your left. As you look up, this road goes further and then it goes up and starts doing switchbacks up this mountain that just sort of towers up uh, to your left. And there are just people in the streets as far up as it goes. There are banners all the way on across all these buildings with these colors of of just of autumn of of a fall festive feeling mm. and there are food carts everywhere there is music being played in the air and as you look off to the right brother lockheed is pulling you and, and motioning you to come towards uh, kind of a clearing at the end of the cul-de-sac where where there's a large gathering uh, sort of occurring so <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, a holy man. Yeah, all, all three of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? No, the new. Uh, sorry, the new. Oh, and then Sebastian goes, "I'm not a holy man." Uh, are you talking to me? No, no. Okay, no. All right. It's never too late. The, yeah. <laughs> what do we call? Pamphlet? Isn't it about time? <laughs> <laughs> what, what do we call you, uh, <clears throat> sir? Oh, right, right. I'm so sorry, brother, brother Lockheed. Yes. Brother Lockheed. I, I, I run the orphanage. I ran. Uh, my you own. met some of my children. I hope they didn't <laughs> uh, say anything too bad. No. But yeah. One of them swore. I pull him towards me really close. <laughs> one of them said, "Right." I've out, never heard out an eleven-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah. I pull him towards me and just hug him like just, just jovially, and I, I say, "Hey, listen. What do you guys keep calling us? <laughs> what do you, the Arcane Order? What do you?" Do- so, all right. I, I, I just want to make sure you're all up to pace on what the Arcane Order is. Could you explain it to me as if I was a newcomer? <laughs> Usually one of you is funny. Usually one of you is funny, and I can I'm tell you are that guy. I'm going to lean down the rabbit and go, five gold, he doesn't buy it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> and he just goes, he's just like, one of you is funny. You're the, you're the funny guy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Money exchanges hands. <laughs> no, I'm just shaking oh, yeah. his hand. <laughs> And he goes, please, please, there's no time for that. It's, we're, we're about to start the event. You need to come. Come oh, on. Okay. And he pulls you forward. And by this time, as he is screaming forward at everyone, the crowd are all turning and looking at you. And 100%, they're just all gathering towards you. And he turns and he looks up and he goes, Camille, Camille, <laughs> they're here. They've come back. And as you look at who he is shouting out to, at the top of the cul-de-sac, or at the peak of it, you see this human. And as you're looking around, it is 
humans ah. across the board. All right. Well, so you are sticking out like a big old sore thumb. Not even, no dwarves. You're no not dwarves. seeing anybody that looks. You're not seeing anyone right now. You are just seeing. There are some shorter <laughs> humans and stuff, but it's. I'm really as tall yeah. as the kids. Yeah, <laughs> and so we brought the lizard. As you look up at the top of of the cul-de-sac, you see standing in a very kind of like. Uh, is this PC to say gypsy style attire? Ramani. Ramani? Mm-hmm. Okay. Gypsy's a slur now. Okay. Apologies. Ramani. Oh, yeah. It's good um, to check. Yeah, I'm learning. Good to check. We're, all, We're learning. all learning. Getting so, better. A Ramani style of clothing. Uh, you see this dark skinned human, just, just beautiful, kind of like golden brown skin with this black curly hair that's kind of pulled back by this, this festive, uh, festive bandana. And she looks, and in this kind of beautiful flowing dress, she just, my goodness, cannot believe it, everyone, everyone, the Arcane Order is back, they are here, and as she does that, she goes, please, please, come forward, all of you, come forward, please. Okay. Yeah. And as she pulls you all forward, she <laughs> Put goes. my hand on Rap's shoulder and be like, whoa. I'm very confused right now. Me too. She, I'm great. Not by her, but <laughs> about the situation. Oh. She pulls you Me forward. Also. And she goes, everyone, everyone, please, give, give them some room, please. All right, let them breathe. We don't know how long this journey has been, okay? You, uh, <laughs> well, you, only you knew. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> but, sorry, I am I am Camille. Camille? I am the speaker of the Galliano Council. And we would like to welcome you to the city of Galliano. And everyone just cheers. Yeah! And she goes, Everyone, everyone, please, 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 uh, if you would uh, impart upon us the names of these new emissaries of the Arcane Order so that we may all know your names. We don't know them. Oh, you mean us? Um, yeah. Uh, I'll start. Wonderful. <laughs> and I unsheathed my, my axe. And I do one of those Elvis like full arm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Yeah. <laughs> you know, Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm really excited for that new movie oh, to come yeah. out, right? <laughs> I hear it's like Karate Kid. <laughs> Karate Kid. <laughs> Sweep the lake. Anyway. <laughs> he does one whole like arm around strum and he goes, "I'm Frolic." And he like whips his hair and like does just a just a just an angelic look at the crowd. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You're smoldering sure. a little yeah. bit. Yeah, my lips Loose are puckered a little bit. I'm like, is anything mm. accompanying that strum or just an epic strum that is nice and loud? Yeah, it's just loud and echoey. It feels As you do time. that, people are just like losing their minds. We're yeah. talking like Beatles and their heyday fans status. Like they are losing their minds. And there's there's musicians that you now see kind of off to the right mm-hmm. that are playing sort of lutes and uh, and like a pan flute and different things, and they look at your <laughs> instrument yeah. and they just their jaws just drop, and they're just like, oh my goodness! I like the idea that there's one of them is like, come on, man! <laughs> He's frozen, <laughs> smashes it. I'm out of here. He's working on a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> my invention. <laughs> and so he uh <laughs> my invention. Dang it. I he, thought I was the first one. So you did say your name, correct? Yes, you said I'm Frolic. Frolic, yeah. So she looks at you and goes, Frolic. Oh, welcome. Welcome to Galliano Frolic. Thank you. Uh, how about the rest of you? 
<laughs> on like the bottom of your shell. Spanking his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. Um, I will um, step forward. I have to show up my friend here. <laughs> While he's doing that, I'm going to, I will just look, but I'm going to, I'm kind of fixated on like kids okay. at the moment. So That's I'm like, creepy. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's That's not. a little weird. I wanna, you, you said you, yeah, you're good. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have made that joke. It's kind of funny. It's not creepy. It, it was funny. Okay. And I'm just going to say, my name is Rob. And then I'm going to step back. Like, okay. I, yeah. She goes, Rob, oh, wonderful. Welcome. Welcome, Rob. Uh, we, we've seen a couple of you before, but you, I, we've never seen one of you before. I would imagine not. I'll put my shield on my back. Yeah. And then I'll do like a sick flourish with my trident as I'm casting daylight. And then I'll shoot it up into the sky in just this like, Dude. Childish like, Gambino's daylight. I am Tortuga. As Frog. you say, ch- daylight. Yeah, <laughs> like the same except thing. that's not daylight, isn't it? Red bone. No, I know, but it's bad. still. But anyways, so as you do that and you shoot up, the music was cool. I shoot up. The music was cool. Yeah, but this, it's, you know, in in Lord of the Rings when the hobbits see the the giant dragon and afterwards they're like, no. Yeah, it's that. That's the effect I was going for. But in the moment before they cheer, and they're almost just frozen in the awe of what you've just done. And they just, oh, and Camille just goes, Tortuga, wow, welcome, welcome. Thank you. And you, sir, and- uh, I'll Turn around and wink at Frolic. That was amazing, <laughs> I know. And uh, Sebastian just turns and looks and he goes, you can call me Seb. She goes, Seb, yeah. welcome. Welcome, all of you. We've never had four of you before. Usually there are only three, so this is a monumental occasion. Can I, when he when he does it the same way I did, I'm just going to lean from between these two and be like... And he just kind of looks down and goes, yeah, there's that moment of, I get you, I'm with you. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and she just You goes, realize what I've been doing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Camille looks around and she goes... Third level spell that I just wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna use my I, I, I just looked down and I went, you know, I've only got two. <laughs> so that I've yet. only got oh. two of those, and I just that's so <laughs> good. Made the daylight a little bit brighter. Oh, is all that I just. I wasn't gonna waste <laughs> my. Like I'm a, I'm a fifth day. level bard. I am not going. Wait, is to it the use middle of the mind. day? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it is. Well, no. It's it's not it's not noonday. It's still, yeah. it's still white outside. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, though, like oh it gosh. is, it's it's getting. No, I mean, like I was figuring uh, it was like when Gandalf rides like out. One hundred percent. It is this brighter. Is bright. It is brighter than the sun. Yeah. And it's brighter than sunshine. <laughs> it's just mm. funny to think like I would love if there was no clouds in the sky. It's the brightest day of the year, <laughs> and you're just kung, and they're like. Yeah, <laughs> I think he got right a little bit. Maybe yeah. try again. Um, yeah. Third spell right there, folks. So oh, level great. ten, definitely experience. So it is. It is more probably around like two thirty, three <laughs> o'clock, and she looks at you all and and she just goes, "What a momentous occasion!" And she looks out at the group and sort of steps out in front of her, and you you get this feeling of like true just sincerity 
from her voice and she looks out and goes what a blessing on this day this day that we celebrate the harvest festival after years of absence from the arcane order mm-hmm. no not coming to to bless us for years you have come back and we are so grateful and we are about to participate in in the race uh, the final activity of the harvest festival and we would love for one of you to to compete in this race that's definitely not me how fast are you 30 on a good day (laughs) I'm 30 (laughs) I'm 30 no I'm 40 I'm 40 well you're faster than I am so Uh, Frolic I think uh, Seb uh, Sebastian. Oh yeah! You look up and this—he—he—he he, he doesn't look like decrepit, but he's an older man. He's like—he really? looks like he's yeah, you know, middle-aged, and he just kind of goes, "I'm all right. I'm not. I'm not here to play games." Oh, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> Downer. <laughs> Um, can I can I uh, just change the the vibe for a second and talk to the 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 lady? Mm-hmm. You say, doing a vibe check right now? Yeah, Tyler, is that we allowed? don't vibe check at the autumn festival? Tyler, is, that, is, that is that allowed? Can you do a vibe Tyler, check? Thanks, thanks, Tyler. Whoa. He's shaking his head in agreement. Okay. So. Hey, Tyler, the producer says vibe check. We do a vibe check. We do a vibe check. <laughs> vibe um, check. I turned to her and I said, "There are four of us, yes, but we, we would also like to recognize the sacrifices taken to." to be here there were actually I mean added up there would have been six but we lost two and 100% you've thrown the vibe and she I lost them I not quite sure I understand it's all right (laughs) you were saying about that race He's fast. Yeah, you would you would you like to to participate <laughs> yes, and, he and would. represent the arcane order? Okay. Yep. Uh, Why? All right. Wonderful. <laughs> Remember to keep your mouth closed while you're running, so no bugs fly in there. <laughs> <laughs> in through the nose, out through the keep mouth. Keep it closed. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. Out would through you, uh, the mouth. Would you Would you like me to hold your uh, guitar? There? No. And she goes. Wonderful. Well, we are about to to make our way uh, up to the start of the race. Oh, oh now? Yes, uh, and we would like, uh, as as usual, we normally have uh, two of you uh, wait at the finish line and, and one of you come up to, to run the race. So since there are four of you, maybe two of you can, can come to the top and uh, and two of you can, can wait here at the bottom. Yeah, I'll wait here. You and, uh, you and Seb can... Uh, well, two need to wait here. All right, you, you, you two would like to come. I, me and Rab will stay here, and Seb and Frolic. Frolic will I'm go Frolic. Up. I remember him. I remember the guy that just got Seb. here, but the other guy that I've been on three adventures with. I, <laughs> I am blanking. Seb sort of looks at you and he goes, "Like I said, I'm not here to play games. I know. And would you rather wait down here and and stand around? Yeah, I'll I'll wait with him. You go up there." Yeah, all right. Doesn't and make much sense. But she's getting the yeah. She just is kind of like this is a weird. Uh, and she just goes, "Come, come, we, we're going. We're going to uh, we're going to show you our, our our sky trolley. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> come on!" And as she goes, the crowd just sort of starts kind of following around you as you walk. And uh, a what? 
the sky trolley. What is that? Oh, it's it's that. And as she points up, you see Mr. Rogers. Sorry, up towards. <laughs> Go ahead. As you look up, you see. Going up in various sort of parts of the city and at different heights, uh, like cable cars that, uh, you know, what would look like ski lifts for us. Oh. Um, a sky trolley for them. Um, and she goes, are you all right? Do they have stairs? <laughs> it would take a very long time. Why would you put stairs on a mobile device? I know I'm not there, but mm. is... Are you afraid of heights? I may <laughs> have a thing. Gallivantly. And she just goes. If we, it's it's all right. It's you're you're, you're a member of the Hakeen Order. You, yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> come, come, come. And as as you get moving, you walk away, and you're making your way through this uh, this city, and just seeing all of these people just sort of looking at you, and, and they're so excited, but they're giving you their space. And Tortuga you, is very very much trying so hard to keep it together but it is not working for okay. him Frolic's just running back and forth on both sides of the crowd just high-fiving <laughs> people. Hi, you have a face that's crazy just, hey, I what's know up? you they're just like hey yeah Pe- people are waving and you like go up and sign their hands <laughs> that's exactly as you guys are uh, walking towards and being ushered towards this uh, this loading portion of the of the sky trolley uh, it's it's what you know most uh, like ski lift type situations would be where uh, you go and there's there's sort of a platform and uh, as you're walking roll roll a perception check for me all of us yeah uh, no I'm at the bottom, just you so. two yeah we'll cut back to Rabin Sep meanwhile at the top of the hill yeah what did he roll. And that one? Uh, the exact what else opposite. Would I oh, say you're all the nat 20? No. No, why oh, the exact opposite that? of a nat 20? Oh, you said, I said nat, nat one. one. Yeah, I was I'm like, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. 12. Right. There it is. You are, you are crippled by your fear of heights right now. I am. You are I'm not looking forward fitting. to it. What did you roll? For a all? 12. A 12. Okay, yeah. So you guys are... Nothing happens. Perfect. You're, <laughs> you get there, and you see this, uh, this platform and uh, a sky trolley waiting for you and uh it a couple of of people like probably 10 other individuals are getting on the cart and or on the trolley and and she goes yeah we can uh, we can make it into this one and uh, and we'll get up there as quick as we can right yeah yeah come on come on uh, um, can i can i do like a <clears throat> insight check on this guy over here just i mean does he need to no. Yeah. All right. I look you at him. You can tell by the puddle at my I feet that it's not going okay. well. I look at him and I, I turn to her and I go, do you think we could have our own car? Uh, I mean, we would have to wait a while for it, but... Uh, it's all right. There are, we, could, we could wait. I can do it. Well, Just imagine when you saw him scared, you like reach in your hair, pull out a flower. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've got this. Uh, you know in Elf okay. when he's scared to go on the escalator? I uh-huh. think it's very much like... Yes. Moving forward, stepping back. I've got it. Moving forward. <laughs> That's great. So you okay. hesitantly make your way on. And as you make your way on, these people that are in the, the trolley, uh, they're you know un, unaware of who you are at the moment because they weren't with this other group. And uh, as you get on... Uh, someone who's just wearing kind of very uh, kind of plain colors 
grabs a plain colored uniform, grabs this door and slides it on these rollers and pulls it shut. So uh, it it slides closed, and uh, as it does, he sees the emblem, and he just goes, "Holy sh! It's the Arcane Order. You're from the Arcane." Yes, we are. And Camille kind of turns and goes like, "All right, could you?" Try to yes, we are. <laughs> could you try to keep some professionalism in your? <laughs> I'm sorry, he's having a hard time with this. So, uh. Let's go. And then he just goes, right. And then the car just starts moving and it's sliding up this this tether and it goes up more and more. And she goes, oh, you could probably sit, sit on the yes, ground. I'm going to pass out. I, Hold my hand. I grasp his hand so friend-like no! that light pours from his hand and mine. Wow. It's just... Are you casting a spell? Nope. Oh, what? Oh. what are you doing? Metaphorical life. Okay. You... He's oh, like, I could, I could give you something maybe to call me, but I won't. <laughs> Just kidding. So uh, you uh, you hold hands, and it's touching. This is not... We've not seen this side of Tortuga. I think it's like I am squeezing your <laughs> hand just like right now. Buddy, buddy. Just like... I put my other hand in his, and I just wrap my arm around his shell. You got this. <laughs> this seven foot huge dude with the turtle just going, it'll be all right. <laughs> We're friends. I've got you. And as you're holding him, the news of the fact that you are from the Arcane Order has spread throughout the card. It's really tight. And, <laughs> yeah. and as that happens, Metaphorically. You, <laughs> you hear at the other end a little bit of a commotion starting to happen i and hear a commotion <laughs> and as you hear starting, that happening don't right you dare now. leave me <laughs> as you say that you hear right here you hear him? yeah yeah he's just like all of them i'm sure no no i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna and you see pushing through this humanoid looking figure who as you look, he's got his hood up and it's kind of drooping down this much, but his skin is just more of a off pale kind of it, red is not the word because it's it's like a maroon, like a pale maroon. He sort of walks forward and he goes, right. So the arcane order decided to to show its face back in Galliano again, eh? <laughs> Can I do an insight check on this guy? Is that sure? Yeah. What are you trying to insight? just to see if he's like a friend, like everyone else has been to us? I mean, you. I don't think he likes us. You don't have to roll. Uh, you can tell that he's got some attitude to it, and he just goes, "Right, oh, you're not looking so good there. You do you need some help? You okay? Right, right. Your friend looks a wee bit sick. Maybe you need to. Uh, maybe you need to just sling some canna and make him feel better, eh?" Does that sound like a good idea? No. <clears throat> oh, right. Why, you you too tired? You too tired from uh, from just uh, coming down off your lofty status down to all of us here? Yes. Mike. I'm sorry. You're distracting me, but your skin is beautiful. Right. <laughs> Picking up on that, are you? I notice. I have a way with my eyes. Oh, you got a way with your eyes, I eh? I wink at him. And as you wink at him, 
you see this anger kind of ignite within his (laughs) eyes and you see another individual kind of walk up and put his hand on his shoulder and uh, he just goes Jekyll you need to calm down just let them be and this sort of taller individual behind him and he just goes no I don't think that I will I think uh, I think someone needs to uh, show the arcane order that Not all of us here are going to just drop our panties for you as soon as you show up and uh, let you do whatever you want, eh? And he reaches up and he starts grabbing his hood and pulling it back and uh, the taller uh, individual that's got his hand on his shoulder just grabs his hand and goes, Jekyll, that's enough. And he turns him, sort of pushes him back into the corner and someone else who's sort of sitting in the corner just kind of to themselves, head down, grabs Jekyll and just pulls him in and starts whispering into his ear. Um, um, Fro- Frolic turns and goes, "No, it's all, it's all right. If you, if you want to see a spectacle, I I can do that. That's Maybe fine. not on here." And I I slightly cast dancing lights. No. And as you this, cast dancing light, yeah, the these these three orbs pop out. They start sort of dancing, and everyone else in the in the trolley kind of like wants to be excited by this, but due to the tension that has arised, they kind of are like silently just, that's the coolest I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this is getting awkward. And <laughs> if, if it was possible, you just see one person like cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> so see guys just <laughs> quickly drawing <laughs> as <laughs> Holding a torch to it. Turn off the flash. Turn off off the flash. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) So (laughs) this happens and they start dancing and the taller gentleman that also has a hood, same kind of color scheme as this other dude, uh, just sort of looks and goes, that's very impressive. Uh, Thank you for that display. And he turns and goes back to his group and the crowd happily closes the gap to look at these dancing lights in front of you and uh camille you sort of glance back at her and she's not not overly embarrassed but just like not not happy with the fact that you just had to receive that type of a welcome from someone and as you look back at her she just goes i am i'm very sorry it's fine. Not everyone needs to be happy. Yes, the the children of the order are not. Uh, some some of them are grateful for you, but others uh, not so much. What order? Now, I I do have a question for you. And yes, yes, maybe please. Maybe if we can talk a little right. more in private between the and two. And she sort of turns and and you gladly go into the corner and sort of crouch down and kind of huddles with you. I asked this question once. I, I'm i curious if you all know what you're doing here. If we know what we're doing here? Yes, I... I asked one of your holy men um, if he could just give me a rundown as, as to what your plan is here uh, so that we know you have all of your plans in order. And he, oh, he, he laughed at me. Oh, is it like what? 
What is oh, your plan? Oh, you're wondering what, what the order does for us here. It's your first time coming, obviously. And what your plan is with us, so that we know it is arranged correctly. Right, I'm sorry. I, I, it's just been so long, and I honestly was not the speaker of the Galliano that council when the last of you came, and I, I apologize. It's all right. We, we have not had you here for 20 years. And before that... I threw up. You threw up. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, my... I, I'm sorry. You, and the thing. and she sort of takes one of the scarves that she she has and just sort of like it's places just, it down. And it's, it's part of it. It's just a little uh, fish and like a little bit of seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I didn't need that. <laughs> and she says, we haven't had any of you here for 20 years. And before that, it was a stretch of almost a century that you would come you would you'd arrive here on on the day of our, our festival and you'd just participate in the festivities with us you would compete in the various activities we have yes unfortunately you are here later in the day and uh, we only have one activity left but the festivities at night are the greatest the food is amazing the dancing the, the just the the entertainment is is wonderful and that, and that's that's all we just are blessed with your presence. We we're not uh, we're not skilled in the arcane ways like you are. Uh, so when you you come and you dazzle us as you have, it is truly a treat. Absolutely. It, let me let me try and expound a little more on what I mean, though. If there were like an itinerary of sorts that we could have and and understand. The schedule you have planned for us. Right, we right, apologize right, right. for no, 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 taking no. so long. Uh, so everything is uh, the, the race. We will have the race now. Yes. And at the end of the race, the winner, of course, uh, is going to win the harvest chest. I love chests. And as you hear the word harvest chest, you get that familiar ringing oh, in God. your ear. And she goes, the harvest chest is, is amazing there. It's uh, not that... Uh, the monies or anything like that would be of worth to you, but of course not. Beautiful uh, jewelry and uh, works of fine craftsmanship. It's, yes, it is, it is truly amazing. All right. Uh, so uh, the winner of the race yes. will uh, will receive the harvest festival. Uh, will receive the harvest chest, and after that, uh, it's just on with the festivities. We uh, eat. You can eat. You can dance. You can sing. You can do whatever you would like. Honestly. All right. Do we sleep? I I mean. A lot of people uh, like uh, sleep early the next morning. Usually, it's a party all night long, mostly. Sure, but sure, sure. And then after that, how long is our stay here? It's up to you. I don't know. When. We make the decisions. I, as far as I, we don't tell you to leave. And as she says this, the trolley has reached the top. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my way. Get out of my way. Get out of my way. <laughs> open the door, and as the door yeah. slides open and you come barreling out, there is a crowd of people who don't know that the Arcane Order's here. They just see this giant turtle run out and... <laughs> <laughs> and as that happens, they just... Some people just... <gasps> his little kid holding his mom's hand just... <laughs> Just getting like hit by all sea, this vomit. Sea World Splash Zone, basically. Yeah. And as that happens, 
Camille just goes, I'm sorry. And she runs out and just sort of like grabs your shell and is just patting you and reaches out and goes, everyone. The arcane order is here. Yes, the arcane order is here. So the the crowd, as soon as they hear that it's the arcane order, totally change and people come up. Oh my goodness, you. And you literally see like a dude taking the smock off of him and just like wiping the vomit off the, the, okay. the cobblestone hey, around you. Me, Mom. Shut up. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm happy about it. We're Save. never giving you a bath again. Uh, Save Maybe some of that magic. puke. <laughs> and uh, I'll just be like, and make my fingers like sparkle. Yes. Whoa. So uh, as you do that, yeah, they're starting to just sort of clean you up and, and everything. Thank you. Uh, and with that, we'll... Time. I was worried that they were like going to start shoving stuff in my mouth, like the cheer of cheer. The like, cheer of the cheer. Grinch is like fudge, and he's like, oh, <laughs> this, this, this is, is not, not pudding. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is not pudding. What is what <laughs> So we're going to time jump back to when the group left you, and we'll, we'll be with it. Rabin and Seb. Uh, so <laughs> Seb looks at you, Rabin, he goes, I think that... Uh, I may have made your friend a bit upset. I, uh, yeah, you know, he can often get upset rather easily. Don't worry, don't put stock in it. Right. Don't put what? <laughs> and stock. You see the crowd kind of like they followed. They're still interested in you guys, mm-hmm. but the turtle was the big draw of like we want to see what's going on with this so the crowd is is less around you now but there's still a crowd and they're kind of looking but very much so a bunch of people seeing famous people and they're like i don't want to approach i don't want to be that guy i don't want to you know uh but you see the kids that you were talking to Mm -hmm. uh you see them come out of a, a doorway that's that's close by and you see them go running out and uh they've kind of the one kid, the oldest one, has brought other other kids with him. And they run up to you. They're just like, uh, yeah, hi, was it Rab? Mr. Rab? Uh, yes, uh, how, uh, how are you? Uh, we're good. Um, hey, listen, we, uh, we got a question for you. Uh, yeah. Um, like, another one's just like, hurry up, get on, get on, just tell him. I'm doing it, you stop. We, uh, are you gonna, like, are you gonna be around here, like, during the, like, festival, like, after, after the, like, awards and stuff, like, you gonna be, you gonna be partying? Uh, I'm not sure, to tell you the truth. Uh, I really, uh, follow, uh, the actions of my bigger companions. Oh, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they're really showy, and I, uh, kind of just go along with it. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just, uh, and then a girl behind him was just like, oh my gosh, just say it already. They just pushed him to the side and was just like, we never get a, we never get to celebrate. All right. They, they put us to bed before all the fun celebrations happen. And we just have to sit in there. We don't even have like windows that we get a look out of to like watch all of the fun stuff. And like, sometimes, sometimes I, I like, I, I hear everyone just like having a real good time and we never get to be out there and that's not fair right Aye. and then the other kid sort of just goes so like you think maybe like you think you could talk to a brother 
Lockheed and see if he'll let us uh, let us just come out like for just a couple of, like dances and, and have like a few drinks of like punch obviously and uh, <laughs> <laughs> punch like we punch won't spike it for, uh, and, for sure and eat some of the nice sweets and stuff that they got and then we'll go to bed after that but like you think you think you could talk to him I'll do my best really and what? as I say this to the kids, I'm going to pull out. Do I still have it? Yes. Okay. I'm going to pull out this little uh, box mm-hmm. and I'm going to flip it over and I'm going to wind it. Yeah. And as I wind it, uh, the it was the one that was scared of us that I said that I first initiated contact with. Is he there with that group? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give it to him mm-hmm. and I'm going to say, how about you hang on to this until I leave? Huh? And I open it, and it's going to start playing, like, music box music. I'm like, Sick. you hold on to that until I come back for it, though. Really? Yeah. You put it in your room. Okay. So whenever you are discouraged, when maybe you can't go out partying or, or hang out with all your, your friends, you open that, and you'll think, ah, this is magical. She just goes, they're kind of in this. That what? No, you, you got... Kinda in this? Uh <laughs> not really. It's uh and I'll I'll open up the box where it shows the little motor, the spinder, and I'm like yeah. spindle and I'm just gonna that's all that it is. Oh thanks. And he takes it and you see the other kids around. I'm just like oh. uh make sure you like, share though. I mean that's No, yeah, I'll share, I, I'll share. I gave it to you, but make sure that everyone can see it and listen to it. Yeah, no, for sure. And as that happens, the kid's like reaching over to take a turn. He's like, yeah, I'll share. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, real good. so with that, you see Brother Lockheed come out of those doors right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he looks and he just goes, uh, kids, it's time. Uh, we got we to gotta feed you, okay? It's it's time for dinner. So uh, let's, get, let's get back inside, okay? Uh, better get yes. right on it. Uh, Brother uh, Lockheed. If yes, I may uh, yes. have a word with you. <coughs> yes. Uh, whenever uh, things are over, is there uh, festivities? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what uh, What goes on at these festivities? Um, I mean, uh, there's just a lot of different food and and, and dancing and uh-huh. singing and uh, sometimes uh, they they've, they've got these these contraptions that uh, uh, someone uh, the the I think the the rune maiden made them uh, a couple years ago uh, that, that go into the sky and they kind of like sparkle and stuff. And, oh. and so... Um, do, you, uh, uh, do you let the children... Are children often present in the uh, festivities? I mean, it, they, they do it after, you know, after, after dark because mm-hmm. the award ceremony always happens. The sunset when, in Galliano is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's just pretty late. And yeah. so we usually just try and get them in bed first. Is there any chance that if... Uh, and as I said, you, you have a massive responsibility. But is there any chance that if you can't let the children uh, be outside for it uh, and be running around and you know enjoying the, the music and the food, is there any way that perhaps you could uh, put them on the roof or maybe keep an eye on them in a elevated place where they can at least enjoy, be outside and see everyone having fun and maybe have a little bit of fun themselves? Roll, persu- if, roll persuasion for If me. you can't let them outside, I, I understand. I understand the responsibilities of that. Oh, I gotta reroll that. Oh, well, that's not phenomenal. 
<laughs> oh, but good thing <laughs> I have that modifier. Jeez. Uh, 14. Okay. He looks at you and he kind of goes, yeah, yeah, I think that's a good, that that's a good idea. Because, I mean, yeah, the roof, we've, we've kind of got, we've got access up there. That could work. I understand if you don't want to have the little children up there. Yeah, but, no, I, I mean, think... some of the older kids, I mean, they've got to be, it's hard to fall asleep when your parents are having a party. Yeah, and you're that, right. You're being right. A, you know, it's hard to fall asleep when anyone's having a party and That's they're true. not involved in it. They may feel a little left out. I'll make you a deal. If you maybe give me something, anything, just that I can just have as a keepsake from the arcane order. I absolutely can uh, can make sure that the kids get to experience a little bit of the festivities. Your one music box you had. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not, music box I'm not grimacing kid. about that. <laughs> I just know how this is going to end. Is he? <laughs> is he saying this because? Oh man, could I tell you, by looking at him? Does he really take good care of these kids? Yeah, that and that is that is the truth. Like he is not your classic like mind the orphan keeper. Like, <laughs> okay. He really. Why are they always bad? The Let's kids, talk yeah, about why that. Are why are the orphan keepers always bad? always the worst? <laughs> like it is like you said, grown. it's a tough job. It's a tough it's job. It's a hard job. It's a hard job. It's a hard knock life, really, for them. Um, I tell you what, I'm going to, uh, as for my sailor background, I have a belaying pin. Sick. And I'm going to pull it out. Uh, and I'm going to give it to him. Okay. And I'm handing this to him. Remind me what a belaying pin is. I actually don't know. It's okay. Like a bobby pin, but just bigger. Hang on. It's a pen with the word Blaine on it. Go to Google. You write with it, unless he said pen. Ladies and gentlemen, this uh, brief interruption brought to you by Google. Oh, it's just a pen that Are helps like, tie knots onto a map. Like, it's search just it up. sick. On okay, Google. Perfect. Yeah, that's, you can that's search legit, anything. Dude. So I'm going to pull out this Blaine pen. I'm going to give it to him. And I'm going to say, on all my years sailing on Arcana ships, I've snagged one or two of these. These... These are rare. I'm going to give him one and be like, you make sure that these kids are always taken care of. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. And you see him take it and he, he tucks it into his robes and he goes, thank you. I will I will make sure that the kids get an opportunity to, uh, to try some of the food even. And, and it, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, he like ties it into his rope and it breaks. Yeah. Like, what the? <laughs> Man, what does it? that mean? <laughs> so as that happens, he turns around and he he goes back uh, with his friend or with the kids uh, into the house or the building. It's not a house. And uh, as that happens, you kind of go back by it's Seb, and <laughs> and Seb is is sitting kind of. They have some like bleacher type things that are sitting up against kind of the back of this this cul-de-sac. And he's sitting on one, and he puts off the vibe enough that no one's approaching him anymore. There's, right. they've kind of left, and he's a human too. He's a human, so he's like on the bottom of their list. Yeah, of like, they're okay. like, mm, who cares about this? He guy? got a giant dude. Yeah, he's, he's and like, like six dude. two, yeah. so he's not like, you know, crazy by any means. And he's sitting there, and as you walk back up and you sit by him, he just goes, "You, uh, you've got a family, don't you?" 
Yeah, I do. I uh, got uh, got a family of my own, and uh, just uh, I don't think any any child should miss out on fun. Yeah, I I agree. I agree with you. So uh, I have to ask you: You said that you've been hearing a voice in your head. And I think that maybe your voice and the being that sent us to you and to here is one in the same. Alright. Do you know anything about him? Has he told you his name? No. Because whenever he took us, and believe me, he took us, we didn't, we didn't call upon him. He introduced himself as Clark. Do I notice it? When I say Clark's name, do, do I notice anything that... Okay. Not really. So, if you're feeling maybe a little bit discouraged that uh, you might be the only one dealing with uh, extra terrestrial being, I can assure you that you're not the only one. And believe me, we've definitely suffered in our own way by his hand kind of looks at you and he goes how long how long do dwarfs live Rap? Uh, some dwarfs live a long time some my great great granda he lived until he was 240 when I was 240 I was trying to save the world And he looks at you and he feels this connection that he, he has with you. And he reaches beneath his breastplate and pulls out this amulet. And as he pulls it up, you see that it, the chain goes up and then it goes in to his neck. Okay, that's gnarly. And he goes, This has kept me alive. Much much longer than I should have been. I wouldn't wish immortality on anyone, especially anyone with a family. You see, it's fun for the first hundred years. You play around. You have a good time. Then the second century, you're done having fun. You've seen enough evil in the world, and you want to fight it. So you do. But the thing about evil is, it's never really gone. It's always going to sprout up somewhere. And after a century or so of fighting it, you get lonely. And I told myself that I wasn't going to curse anyone else with this. But then I met her. And I lived her life with her. She blessed me with a little girl. When I first looked in my girl's eyes, 
I knew I had to find a way to make it so that they could be with me. So I started searching and searching and they kept growing and growing until they were old enough and they passed. And I got mad, mad at what I'd done to myself having to watch them go. And after years and years of calling out, something finally called back. And that was the voice in my head. He told me he could help me get home. He said I'd have to prove myself a bit that I could be what he needed me to be. So he led me to fight various things, improve my mettle, and I did. Then he told me to wait. And I waited. And then you came along. So as far as I'm concerned, Rab, you lot are my ticket home. I really don't want to tell him I uh, don't want to discourage him from like still believing that Clark's gonna help him you know what I mean make a deception roll deception because you're trying not to convey that so I want <clears throat> I want yeah, yeah. I want to see if you can or if he picks up on it so I'll roll an insight against your deception oh, not great not great okay. dude not four perfect so he looks at you and he goes you don't need to worry about discouraging me mate I I can't get any lower I, but I feel like with him he goes beyond any bounds that we may have or we may believe him I feel like just when we can't get lower just moments before we met you he took our friend lower than I think our friend thought he could go all I need from him and all I need from you is to help me die so if I've been prepared for something and I'm here I'm to believe that there's something here strong enough to kill me and I need you to make sure that that happens and I'll help keep you all alive we have a deal Rab he holds his hand out yeah I'll definitely shake his hand and shakes your hand I'll do my best to help you the best way that I can that he stands up and he goes should we try and find some food or something yeah uh i will say uh, yes uh but as we're like walking down the bleachers yeah. i'm just gonna say i'll rab's just gonna go shay shay is uh my wife's name i got uh two boys and a girl 
and then I'm going to walk past him. Perfect. So with that, we'll jump back up to the top of the hill. Mom, he puked on me. Shut up. <laughs> so uh, oh, okay. at the top of this hill, you've gotten cleaned up. You've gotten uh, kind of moved into the what would appear to be kind of the starting line, and it is basically at the top of the hill. You look behind you, and there's sort of a staircase like leading up to uh, kind of like a, a nicer sort of outreach and outcropping there. Um, just a nice overlook uh, up there, but you're you're not quite there yet. You're at the top of the road where the road goes, and as you're standing there, uh, Camille goes, "Right, so we are about to begin. Your purpose is to run from here all the way down to where your friends are, and uh, to try to be the first one back uh, at at that finish line." Um, do you have any questions about it? I just run. I uh, yes. Oh yes. Uh, and she kind of leans in. If you would please, uh, I know that you are able to to sling Kana, but if you would please keep the fair fight and uh, don't do anything that will give you an advantage, right? Is that okay? I will not. Okay. <laughs> are you sure you would? Absolutely. Okay. Right. If you want to incite me, I will let you. <laughs> I feel like I don't need to. <laughs> Are you saying I need to incite you? Oh, she no, just do you goes, want to? Are you saying I need to? She just goes, all right, yes, please. It's just for fairness sake, uh, that would be great. I will not cast anything upon myself. And she walks back and goes, all right. And she steps back and goes, everyone, please, those who are competing, step forward. Um... I need one moment with my companion. Right. Okay. Thank you. Never mind. <laughs> five minutes. Five minutes to start, everyone. Um, and I, I pull Tortuga close. Hello. In a non-romantic way. And I... Uh, oh. Let's, oh. let's make sure we document that. <laughs> what a downer. I, I, hey. I kind, of, kind of pull him aside. I'm like, are you good? Yeah. No, no, yeah, um, I feel better now. All right. Um, Solid ground and all that. Yes. So, um, I have to win this race. Yes, you do. You don't understand. I have to win this race. <laughs> this is where you have an insane amount of pride, don't you? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I was like, but he's yes. like, I yes. have to. Do I you... will kill a child. <laughs> I will win. Do you have anything in your arsenal that can make me go fast? Anything. Oh. The prize at the end of this race. I know. <laughs> I heard it as well. Oh, okay. You were kind of in a pukey mood, so I, I didn't know I if, you make sure. if you were in a haze. I feel fine now. But, okay, if he heard it, would he also feel that same feeling? Both of them did. Okay, I they could. Both, uh, yeah, yeah, they okay, both okay. had the ring. No, yeah, there. we both <laughs> heard it. I, if you, you're like, I need to win, and I was like, I couldn't agree more, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, very important you win this race. Sherlock. <laughs> I heard it too. Um... Boy, I don't think I do. All right, I'm going to... Hold on, wait, wait, hold on. Uh, Suspense and all. Hmm. 
That's just Tortuga's like, hmm, wait, wait. That's why no, you that like, I promise I won't do it. No, yeah, yeah. It's like Seth's being very specific with those you. words. Sneaky, sneaky. Um, Camille's just like, all right. <laughs> Sounds good. That's not While that they're subtle. talking in this discussion, I picture like going over to an organizer and be like, I don't know why they're so weird. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, that guy's definitely cheating. Not very charismatic, these ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's my line. Oh yeah, Ray Romano, everybody. <laughs> Debra, I'm a mammoth. Um, <laughs> I'm a mammoth. I don't think I can help you. Well, sh- here's the thing. I could maybe distract them. <laughs> Listen. I have spells and whoozy what's-its, but nothing amazing. You've got long legs. You have just to- run. Fast. All right. And with that, Camille comes over and is just like, all right, gentlemen, we really have to begin. Uh, Tortuga, if you would like to ride in the... I know you don't. What? Well, we need to go so we can watch them. You're putting me back on that thing? We watch them as from above, like as we go, because... Other, otherwise, we won't like meet them when they finish. We won't be able to see. Bro, I got really gotta be honest. I cannot help you, <laughs> even if I wanted to. At this point, <laughs> that's fine. I didn't. Do know you want to race? <laughs> I'm. You seem like you prefer to it. race. If you would, if you truly would like to switch, you could. Oh, you both can't. I thought maybe like both but of you could. Could we both race? It would. Uh, that's cheating. that's a double advantage. Everyone has groups, and then only one member uh, of the group gets. To wait run. a minute! Before we go, no, we can't go. We have to go. We wasted all of our time, didn't we? Yes. Great. All right. Best of luck, Rob. All right. You Frolic. son of a. Frolic <laughs> kneels down and just starts tightening the laces yeah, on his shoes. Yeah, those up. Hey, yeah. Uh, by the, the way, in case anybody forgot, Frolic is adorning. What on his feet? Chuck Taylors. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. I know we made this joke already. Sorry. Guaranteed to make him run faster and jump higher. The I only really thing, wish you would have sold that joke. Yeah, the only thing that makes a joke right less funny is saying, we already did it, but then I'm going to still say it I'm gonna just in a go depressed the motion. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a different way of doing it's it. It's funnier this way. I am <laughs> so upset I have to get back in this thing. So I, she tells you to kind of go wait by it, and then she's like, all right. Everyone else that is not competing, please, you know the drill. And as she says that, everyone kind of moves and hops over this sort of stone barricade that is alongside the side of the road. And as she, they jump over on the side, you look across, Frolic, and you see one of the individuals who is wearing the same colored robe that Jekyll and the taller man who talked with you. Yes. Um, it's the same person. Right, go on. Was there. Uh, she's wearing this, and she takes off the jacket. And as she takes off the jacket, you see pale green skin, pointed ears, and two very tiny tusks sticking out of her lower lip. Oh, you're a girl! <laughs> She looks at you and then just looks back forward and steals herself. Right after you say that, just a huge across the screen. Equality! <laughs> Freaking She's hated. a girl! You frolic cracks me up, man. <laughs> and um, 
her two her two teammates, <laughs> Jekyll and this other dude, they take the the coat from her and they walk in front of you. And as Jekyll walks in front of you, he goes, "Hi, oh yeah, I noted we kind of had a spat there on on the the sky trolley, and uh, I just really want to say that I hope you uh, I hope you fall during this race oh. and that you get trampled to death. So, anyways." Bye. Can I no? Can I speak with you too? And then he just walks away from. <laughs> All you. right. And as he hops over, Camille stands at the top, and she goes, looks up at the sun, and goes, "All right, you know the rules. As soon as they emerge, the race begins." And she turns and goes and gets in the sky trolley with you, and the door closes, and you both sit there. And she goes. This is very exciting. The anticipation at this point is, oh, it's amazing. I grab my axe and I cast bardic inspiration, in a sense, on myself. Are you trying to be stealthy magic. about it or anything? Is it magic or is well, it? That, ins- is, that is magic. I mean, that is magic. That's definitely it's a magic. spell. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I pull it out. I'm like, oh yeah, I promise. And she, Camille's in there, and she's like. I told him to. Yep. Oh, okay. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Sometimes you just have to wait with the him. Sling yes. You know, on the guitar, yes. you just. Oh yeah. You just do the. Throw it in. It swings everybody. <laughs> we're good. Sometimes you do just have to wait. Yeah, I understand. He seems uh, very eager. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and as you're sitting there, you start to hear, on the rope or the sort of cable that's above you. No, it makes that kind of weird, like lightsaber type, like when it starts shaking. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. You hear that a little bit, and then the trolley starts to shake, and beneath your feet, you feel the ground start to shake, and you're looking around at the group, and everyone else gets down in starting position. They're just waiting, and they're waiting, and then Camille goes, opens the door. I have to shout one more thing. And then it goes, and the door goes open, and then, and it grows to a, a peak, and then you hear from behind you just, and then you hear Camille shout, "The running of the bullets has begun!" And then she pulls the door close. <laughs> Run with the freaking bullets, dude! That is so clever. And as the door closes, everyone. As soon as they break out, everyone starts running. And you look behind you, and you see this bullet jump out of the road. And following it is just a wave of bullets. And the race is on. I book it. I book it fast. Okay. So just real quick, we'll cut back down. You guys find some food to eat. And as you find food. Turkey leg. Yeah, turkey leg. Just a big old haunch and as you guys are uh, just sort of chowing down the group sort of looks at you and they're like uh what the the race can you feel it, it it's it's about to start oh and you feel the slightest kind of because there it's, it's a ways up there that right. it's starting and uh seb just sort of goes feel what and then they're like the, the, the running of the bullets it's it's beginning it's it's ending right over here you you'll want to get a good spot I'm sorry, what? Running of the bullets? Uh, I'm sorry, I forget you guys are from wherever you're from. <laughs> Do they have bullets where you're from? I uh, Probably in a different capacity, but um, 
Uh, sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Let's uh, let's see yeah, this rolling of the way, bullets. Over this way. Over this way. And they go and they take you over. So we're back at the top of this hill. Ah, running for my life. Yeah. And they are about. We say they've given you about fifty yards of oh my distance between. That you. is not a lot. Yeah. It's one hundred and fifty feet. Your speed is what, my yeah, guy? Yeah, dude. But forty. Your speed's forty. Yes. Their speed's forty. So. <laughs> we'll just we'll, let's see how things go, right? So I'm going to be rolling for the other competitors, and we're just going to do a series of, just to not make it too strenuous, we'll say six ability checks. Love it. Love so it. it's going to be a mix of athletics and acrobatics, depending on what takes place, okay? Okay. So to start, give me an athletics check. Let's see if you make the DC to keep your distance in front of these bullets. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not thinking it's going well. For for some people it is not going well. well. <laughs> Do you crit one? Oh no, 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 oh. no, no, no. We, we, I mean almost. <laughs> Just one, one above oh a crit gosh. one. Hey, hold on, no, dude, a, that sucks. A critical failure in this would oh, is much absolutely. different than a low roll. So, what's your athletics? This is athletics. Yeah, no, I, I am proficient in yeah. it. Um, so, nine, nine, yes. Okay, you are very surprised by this, obviously, and you kind of are. Stuck looking backwards for a sure. moment while they go up, and the only thing that sparks you to start running, the group has kind of moved already. But there's one dude who is a straggler in the back, and he sort of tripped as he started, and a bullet just <laughs> crushes down onto him, and Homie is gone. And that sparks, and you, t- okay, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> and just misted the dude. Yeah. Shit. I mean, just, just yeah. crushed him. Not that he, like, went back underground with him, but he just landed right on top of him uh. and then kept going. So you start running. There's probably about four or five other people that are back with you that uh, just are not as fast. And so they're running, but you catch up to them pretty easily. And then there are two other people that are in the front of the pack. Okay. One of them is the half orc. Guess woman. who? Okay. And the other is just kind of a, a pretty, like, fit individual who he's just dead set going forward. So let's do another athletics check to see. As you keep running down the way, you've made it to your first switchback. So let's see how that goes. Try a different freaking die. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? You what get? is this shit? What'd you roll? I've rolled a four plus seven, so I got an 11. My friend's going to die. Okay. You are running. The 11 is good enough to let you keep your pace. I will now. But as you keep your pace, the fear of those who were behind you has given them a little bit of extra oomph in their step, and they've sort of caught up. And at the switchback, the road kind of narrows a little bit, and it turns, and so you're all a little bit more shoulder to shoulder. And there's kind of some bumping and stuff, and the bumping keeps you from from keeping up your pace 100%. And you're... You know, dead set on these two front runners, and how are they doing? And they, one of them, 
the the half orc as she's running just vaults over the top of a cart that was left out in the road and she does it just so gracefully the other man he had to run kind of along the outside edge and they're just still running so you're getting to the cart let's have you roll in uh, acrobatics to make sure that you can either jump over the cart or make your way through these <laughs> this crowd you All got right. it my guy <laughs> What the hell is this dude? <laughs> what did you roll? Oh, no. I'm slowly going Five? up in my numbers. That's okay. That's okay. Oh, I got a seven. A seven altogether. Total? <laughs> you. So by the end, he's going to be rolling ten. You are pushed to the back of the pack as these people. You. They know these streets. You don't know these streets. So this turn takes you by surprise. You don't really know what's coming next. And the group pushes you to the back. And as you look behind you, you feel like you can. You're starting to smell these beasts that are just and you're at the back of the pack now roll on athletics to see if you can get caught up which freaking die do i use now my goodness maybe that's the problem maybe just stick with one okay 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 two numbers athletics this one's athletics again yep (laughs) frolic's got this does he Uh, yes this time he does Show some uh, faith in our friend. 26 athletics. Okay. You know As you believe. feel these bullets behind you uh-huh. gaining on you, you That's my diet, right? You don't get scared anymore. Uh-huh. You then enter that moment right before rage where you are weighing your options. Mm-hmm. You're like, you you leave your sort of knee-jerk reactions and you go, is this the moment that I, I take the next step or not? And in that sort of clarity and you're back behind the pack, no one's messing with you, you see a through line through this group that's right in front of you. Nice. And you move. And as you move forward, you're throwing checks yep. to some people. Uh, Sorry! There's like a 12-year-old, you're like, I'm a big bumped. fan! Yeah. And it's an honor! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir! I die for my country! <laughs> and you, you my get country. past them, and you're starting to gain these two... Uh, that were sort of front runners. Uh, you see that they their pace has slowed a little bit, and you're you're starting to catch up. You're not quite at them yet, it's fine. Um, but you're approaching your next next switchback. So let's see how you do. What am I rolling? You're gonna roll uh, athletics on this one again. Come on, baby. It's still better. Okay. Um, Seventeen. Okay. You see the two in front, and they try to slide. And sorry, one second. I threw up again. You throw up again. We will cut really quick back up to you. They're moving down. It's it's moving down, and you have a beautiful view when you choose to look for a moment of this switchback and of the race. And it is you're high up above them. She's she's like, oh, the mountains just so beautiful. She's like, you can really appreciate the city from this height. Appreciate. I'm sorry for all of our headphone users that are hearing me go. Yeah, every now and then. Trigger warning at the beginning. Yeah, sorry. So. Um, so that happens. You guys are are uh, just moving down, and she's just kind of letting you vomit in silence. Um, unless there's anything it's you want to talk. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think I could. So we're back with you, and the two of them. She tries to take the inside lane from him, and he kind of checks her, and the two of them sort of stumble a bit. And in that stumble, no! you get up, and you are neck and neck with all of them as yes. you round that switchback. What do you so, say? What do you say when you get up next to him? Because you've got to say something. Galavanti! <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect thing. And she just sort of casts a look at you, and just like the yellow that's that's in her eyes, she just is like, 
no, he's catching up. And this other dude just still is just dead set uh, blade hands to run faster. So, okay, we're going to do... yeah, throw your hands behind your back. That'll go. We're going to do athletics check. Then we're going to do acrobatics at the next swerve. And then it's athletics. So we got three more rolls. Okay. Here we go. We got this. Athletics. Here we go. Ah. Jumanji. Hair. Copyright. I'm just going to read and I'm not going to do it on that side this time. Well, why didn't you do it on that side? <laughs> I mean, with what your modifier, it? that's not bad, dude. Do I add a modifier to that? You should be adding a modifier to every roll. Athletic. To a crit one? Oh, you crit failed? You said that's I thought not you saw bad. It. I mean, it is a skill check, that's so not technically... The one he rolled. That's a five. That's no, no, not I, the one he rolled. Uh, I rolled. That was a seven, dude. That's a one, oh. buddy. You rolled a, a crit one. Okay. You still add your modifier to skill checks. Okay. It's just so, athletics, I mean, it's an eight, but. Your modifier is an eight? I'm no. It's a plus oh, seven. It's an eight total. Got you. As you get up close and you yell gallivantly, you look forward and there's a, you've kind of gone off the road enough. On the inside track, there are steps on uh-huh. the side of the road and uh-huh. you don't see it. And it's that classic moment of you think your foot's going to land and then it doesn't. And you, ah! Freaking hot rod And so Shit. as you do that, she then kind of jumps over the top of you as you stumble down. Dang. And she takes the front and Blade Hands is still kind of next to you. And then he <laughs> Good takes... Good old Blade Hands. He takes the, the advantage and the group is now kind of right on your heels. And as you look back after you've stumbled, the bullets are right on the heels of the group as well. So you go running at that whole bit. Time for an acrobatics check now that the group's right behind you. This switchback is even tighter than the rest because the road's pretty wide as it switches back. But as you get to this last straightaway, the road kind of narrows a little am bit. I, sorry, am I hearing any of the... Like, at are we... this point, you look and the road at moments peeks through some of these buildings but it's this last switchback and turn to the straightaway that then you see a nice so all frame. I would see is like dust coming down the, so you've seen so a you pink see streak dust. a little bit yeah. and then another pink streak <laughs> and then here we are okay so let's roll is this one acrobatics this one's acrobat or acrobatics yes what is this freaking wait deal no no it's, you hit that though I, uh, no okay. take it as it lies okay only because they both didn't roll very well so <laughs> if they rolled like 20s, he'd be, yeah, be like, I got a 10 flat. Okay. Guess what? Yeah. You, you're able to then it gets to the point where you pass blade hands and you are in between blade hands and the half orc woman. Let's go. And the group, you hear some shrieks as the bullets have made it to the back of the group and are starting to buck some of these people up out of the way and off. Oh, so you, that's the first thing that you see. Can I tell you something that, like, when you said that, it was yeah. perfect because the image in my head is like a one going down and like hitting a dude, and he like slams into the side of a building. Exactly, one hundred percent gnarly. So that's what you see Freak. as you see Frolic and this half orc woman turn around the corner, like hundreds of yards away from you. Uh, they're down there, and you just can sort of barely see that turn. We'll say like a hundred yards, not hundreds. Uh-huh. And you see them turn, and then you see the dust cloud with the bullets jumping up out, like Transformers when okay. the sand thing yeah, is coming out. 100% yeah, yeah. that's the vibe. Um, I also like the idea I... that 100 yards away, Frolic is like, Hi, Ralph! <laughs> 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 Am I fully aware that this is part of the race? Yeah, because what okay. the dude said, the dude I... has kind of explained to you what, because you're like running on the bullets, what, and he's now fully been like, yeah, it's 
these so, things. Yeah, the okay. things that we do. It's, so, it's this crazy thing we do. Yeah, hey, running the bulls is pretty people. crazy. Um, so, okay, you've made that turn. You are now <laughs> just on the heels of half orc woman. Excuse me. This is the athletics check. The final girl. Okay. Do the left side. That's what I did. It fell off the table. Okay, this is good. What did I just say? How good is good? Better than yours. Did you roll a net 20? How good is good? Damn it! Uh, When you add the modifiers... Yeah, add them on. It's 25. Okay. You are running, and that sort of... That sort of tinge in in your mind, knowing what is at stake here. You start running... And you adopt the blade hands of the dude. And then you go, Naruto. I'm just kidding. Um, This does work! (laughs) You're running next to her. And both of you don't fully look at each other, but you turn enough that you can tell that she looks at you out of the corner of her eye and you look at her out of the corner of her eye. And you both start running. And as you get closer and closer, 25 feet, and you are still neck and neck, or 25 yards in, neck and neck, 10 yards in, and at the last moment, she just pulls everything she has out of her and jumps in front of you with a huge leap and crosses that finish no! line first. Damn. And as she crosses that finish line first, dust just sort of starts to follow through. And you f- run through and do that, you know, the crazy flail yeah, like yeah, when yeah. someone's finally finished and trying to slow down. Right. And you are running straight towards Rap and uh, Seb, who are standing there waiting. Everyone's. Uh, excited at this and cheering and at that point your sky thing has has rested down and the road goes and then it turns there's a shoot off to the left that's not a cul-de-sac and a smaller one to the right and the crowd everyone this this group of individuals that is still ahead of the bullets goes running and stumbles in front of uh this line and falls flat and you just see these bullets heading straight for you and as they look like they are going to how close am i to the people right now you are you're right you are i'd like to help some of them up and like you start helping them up seb does the same he grabs them pulls them up you put frolic behind you as you're just catching your breath uh the the female orc is there and someone in one of those same colored jackets is next to her and and sort of picks her up and pulls her away and the crowd's all sort of just like oh and these bullets are going, and right as they get to the street that turns off, roll a perception check for me. <clears throat> so I'm running over, wiping yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> you can roll in as well. Do okay. it at disadvantage just because you're far enough away. Um, Fourteen. <laughs> it's been a rough 14. day of rolling. Fourteen. With my modifier, 14. You Five. see... A glint in their eyes, just a flash of not a mint green, uh-huh. a deep green flash hmm. for a moment, and they <clears throat> skid and and turn and go down that road to the left that leads them away from the group of people. All of them, all like 10 of these bullets that have come out, go turning. Hmm. And as that happens, Camille's running behind you, and these bolts are kind of coming at you. 
And you, I'm assuming, kind of would prep for like, holy crap, is this about to oh, yeah. come at us? And she goes, it's all right, it's all right. They'll, they will, they'll avoid us. And they do. They part just enough for you and go past you. Oh, like just like in <clears throat> World War Z. They like, sorry, anyway, that's stupid. And Camille goes and she goes running back and uh, you get the sense that the sky trolley dude was trying to make it a smoother ride for you. So it was a little bit slower and she's like curious who won. And she runs up and who was it? Who was it? And then she turns and there is someone who's wearing kind of the festive uh, uniform kind of colors. And he's just like, it was, it was Cassie. She won. She did it. And then she's just like, oh my goodness, it's incredible. And she goes, this is wonderful. Please, please, everyone, take the rest that you need. And then we are going to go and have our award ceremony. All right? We'll meet you all. And you can't believe it, but she says, at the top of Mount Galliano for the award ceremony. (laughs) And she goes, you don't need to ride. You can walk. It's fine. We'll meet you up there. Sunset is when we will hold the awards alright you alright you got your uh, you got your wind I'm great alright nearly died what the hell happened to you we need to talk <laughs> <laughs>